first one the easiest one being being strong doesn't make you better right <laughs> fair enough being yeah. strong does not make you better training max strength all the time so i guess for those that don't know who you are who is coach sam and <laughs> and, and how did he get into the sport uh so yeah sam portland um started off a uh, rugby player and I worked in professional rugby for almost 10 years. Uh, got fired for trying to help an injured player out, which was another long, We need to dig into that. We, need, <laughs> we have story. to. You're on the X's like, you, Yeah, yeah. You so, want to hear politics. Yeah. We need to hear it. So, um, so basically, I had um, I, I was working as a SNC coach, B coach yeah. in, a, in a rugby club, and um, I ended up getting norovirus because I was just so... Uh, were overworked yeah. and then two of my injured players um, had specific programs one of them had a shoulder subluxation and another guy had a bad um, grade 2 MCL sprain yeah. and none of them had done straight line running before like in their return to play and this guy was still just jogging with a ball because he was waiting on surgery yeah. and then when I was off um, my boss because he was lazy decided to um, put them in for condition games um, to make up the numbers so he didn't have to do an extra session wow. I challenge it get called in for a catch up five days later sorry we've activated your release cause uh, we think you need to leave because you deserve a head job and uh, I turned around and I was like but I don't want one wow. so what are you going to do about that yeah, yeah. but then that set me off onto um, well actually they paid me out so I went to America for two weeks I mm. had a good time <laughs> <laughs> and um and then I came back, um, my phone rings, and it was the England Sevens coach who was at the Houston Astros at the time, yeah. called me up about Alex Gray. Okay. Uh, and said, I've got Alex coming back, um, he needs he needs someone with him. Like yeah. the, his In between his first year and second year, he had, he was like doing some remote stuff for him, but you know, it's, it's, it's the end of his pathway deal that second year, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, yeah. So he needed to, needed to go and stake his claim to try and get that NFL contract. Mm. Okay. Um, so turn around come January, uh, we're in this like dusty little gym in Richmond, <laughs> um, getting after it. I remember I had a meeting with him before and I'm quite laid back as a coach and he was like, what type of program are you gonna do? Da 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 da. Yeah. And I was like, well, you're gonna write it, mate. Like, I'm just gonna facilitate it. Your yeah. body, how you yeah. respond to training, is like nothing that you've ever done before because this is gonna be you. So you and me. Uh, I worked in track and field for a year as well yeah. in yeah. a private program. So we kind of took that philosophy of, of developing like all the big big rocks, high outputs, speed, yeah. power, and then took that in. Um, and then from there, it kind of just uh, snowballed a little bit. Yeah. Like I did, so we, we had his, um, he, he was out for with me for three months, full time. Um, and it was, real, it was a real good thing because obviously I had a rough end of the stick. Yeah. Yeah. And he had something to prove. And we mm. both had something to prove. Yeah. And we just sort of like really clicked and mm. just got after it, um, put some good numbers down. Um, we, we had to train on this small bit of turf, like, in this muddy field i remember for like a prowler like we had to carry yeah. weights across two rugby pitches to get to the turf wow. i was sat on the sled at some point <laughs> like <laughs> just yeah just yeah. getting it done yeah. and um and it was good like we we ended up over with um marvin the coach of speedworks in lee valley for a day yeah. and on, on on the track he put down um uh from two point 
two four over twenty yards with a one three ten yard split from it's a two point. Moving, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we got him in a real good place, and it was just like really nice to see. And then yeah. ended up um, that kind of like opened a little door, and then I was in line for the NFL Academy SNC role, yeah. politics oh, obviously. Okay. Um, the uh, coach Bryce gave it to his mate. Um, <laughs> and then from there, phone rings again. Alex comes back, yeah. and then I had uh, Jack Crawford came over, um, oh, yeah. and he worked out with us for a couple of weeks. Um, and then get the phone call, INS guys for the CFL boys. Yeah. And then I've helped a few like online guys out since. Yeah. Um, guys playing at Blitz. Yeah. A couple yeah. guys up north. Mm. Um, just enjoying it enjoying it and then kind of like slowly making that transition of playing yeah. myself because it's just different challenge yeah. good fun enjoying it so. how did you make that transition from a guy that was into track and field and, and rugby mm -hmm. what what made you brave enough to be like you know alex gray is called I'm, I'm gonna take him on even though i know it's graham fruit to a, a totally different sport how did you sort of get your mind set to do that hold your nerve mate mm. <laughs> like, literally just hold your nerve just stay in it do your homework yeah do your homework you gotta read up about the sport understand the sport but essentially there's some really simple rules of performance if you're faster than the game the game slows down if yeah. you can recover between days then the game gets easier mm -hmm. and if you break it down to that sim simplest form and then i was very lucky because all i had to do with him was get his body right yeah like he can't he was a mess when he came to see me and yeah. he won't <laughs> he won't uh, <laughs> argue with that um he used to get back spasms and and all these like real bad issues because yeah. his torso is as long as his legs. So he's six, six. Right. Yeah. yeah. So wow. he's like a unbalanced waiter when he's yeah. when he's moving around, and um, so we just spent time focusing on him, yeah. building his rocks. You know, when he went to camp, that's when he's football. Yeah. When he's we're out, healthy, yeah. athletic. You know, enjoying it, and that's the biggest thing. Like yeah. when it was raining, uh, end of January, it was like one degrees outside we're running tempos mm -hmm. like you don't want to be there do you oh, <laughs> i was the one standing still yeah <laughs> like muscles was, cold shivering yeah, yeah. <laughs> why am i doing this and it yeah. was just like you know we would do body work before and literally we were in this like cold hut and it like i would do body work on him to warm him up yeah, yeah. so we could train yeah and it's just like focusing on what you need to do to get yourself right and then yeah hold hold your hold your nerve mm -hmm. And if the numbers keep coming through that you want to see, then yeah. you keep pushing it, yeah. moving it in the right direction. If it doesn't, yeah. then you change. There must be something quite nice about um, getting a, a particular athlete from, from A to B, even if they're mm. at a certain point already when you meet them. Mm. But when they elevate to a certain degree, you can see the, the process is rewarding. You can see yeah. where they the, the scale of where they're moving from yeah. and where they get to. Absolutely. And I spent, you know, I've worked with... Um, British Nice Lions, people have won the World Cup, World Player of the Year, stuff like that. Yeah. When you get those people, the job's pretty much done. It's yeah. just about making sure that they're healthy and mm. they're ready for the weekend. Um, so this is a really different challenge in itself. And this is why when I was full-time in, um, in club, I couldn't have the impact that I try to have now because true coaching and what I say is taking someone, is recognizing where they are giving them the right recipe to bake the cake to get them to that next level. Right. And you say with like Alex when he came in, thoroughbred, thoroughbred athlete, but what he needed was lots of really general things yeah. that every athlete can, can benefit from, but it's about recognizing there and then doing that journey. Like recently I've had a guy who plays uh, down in Portsmouth, a young lad, 
uh, 12 weeks put 10 kilos on because he wanted to right. to, to mass up yeah. and his speed and power has increased yeah. but that you know that's not highlight real stuff mm. but what, what that's coaching yeah you I know? think it's a good point um, I think a lot of people in particular I'd say the, the Baffer or the, the UK American football we focus on you know we're going to the gym and we're doing the heavy mm. lifting and all the big stuff that mm. you know we can tell people we're proud of mm. but all the things that you could almost call them basics mm -hmm. back to basics mm -hmm. we don't really have on, yeah. on lock at all yeah. even if it might be just mechanics of running something yep. as simple as that and i feel like we're so we're so fast to to, to sprint before we can walk mm -hmm. that we forget all the the basic things that you need to do before you can actually either perform in, in any kind of sport really yeah. but i wanted to go i want to go back and i want to find out because obviously it's no predominantly american football yeah you rugby was your first contact sport. Yep. How did you get into rugby? And at the time of you deciding what you were going to do, mm -hmm. had American football even flagged up? Had, were you aware of the sport in the UK? Had you seen any teams? Yeah. So where I played uh, rugby from eight years old, I basically got into it from when it was like a half term camp and it was like a multi sport camp. Right. And like mum and dad both had to work. Like, go on, you just go there. You're doing. Yeah. yeah. Getting out of the house and um then it was the rugby day and i was like eight years old and it was like a tag thing and i just i just stepped into someone's lane and got smashed and we <laughs> signed up that weekend yeah and um and that kind of clicked for me from there but I, I i played on the wing so i was always naturally fast yeah. top end guy yeah. and um so that kind of led my my path um but when i was at the club uh hertfordshire cheaters yeah they used to be called Chilton Cheaters. Oh, okay. And they played at my rugby club on a right, Sunday. Right. So I remember seeing them and knowing, you know, like knowing that it was in the UK. Yeah. And then I kind of like, I'd played the highest level I was going to play. I played like tier four in, in rugby. And um, and then I just, I just had enough. Mm. And then that kind of like, when getting a bit more of a, a, a sort of a, a lead behind the curtain right yeah. okay learning more about the intricacies yeah. and 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 then it's kind of like i'm 33 now um new challenge yeah learn something new okay let's talk about injuries oh God. yeah <laughs> let's talk about injuries because yeah. you're playing a contact sport be it yeah. rugby or american football yeah. you're going to get hurt fact i don't yeah. think anyone can disagree with that no. so did you have any injuries you mentioned some earlier yeah how did they shape the rest of your career? I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of almost telling, but yep. how severe were they? How did you find that mentally to cope with, to deal with? Yep. And is that something that you try and when you coach your athletes now, is that something you kind of prep them for because it's in, it, it happened, you know? Mm. Um, talk to us about that. Yeah, so it's quite interesting. I was working with a guy this week and he said, did you ever want to be a professional player? And I, I, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to play for Wasps and luckily I ended up working for them with the first yeah. team. So I kind of got it in a different way. Yeah. But I had a real sliding doors moment. This ties into injury. I was a late developer, so I was, I was six foot and like eleven stone when I was fifteen. Okay. Two years wow. later, I was six foot three, six foot four, fifteen mm. stone. But I got cut from a team because I was too small. Right. Wow. And they don't give you time. And so then I was a late developer. I was emailing clubs trying to get trials. Got put out on loan from one place. Broke my leg in the first game. Wow. Oh, At the same time. On that game, I was on the academy coach's radar at Wasps, mm. and he came to try and scout me at my old club the day I broke my leg for wow. the new club. And he oh, didn't. Man. So that sliding doors yeah. moment, and I was like, well, okay. So from there, like, I had to rehab my own broken leg because NHS is dog, yeah. mm. and um, for sports rehab, 
I'll get that out then. Um, <laughs> Cancelled. Yeah. yeah, and so um, so then that put me on the path of being a, an S and C coach, okay. and um, and so in terms of those injuries, like you, there's a couple of like you get catastrophic acute injuries. You get you know when you've got big guys running into each other at funny angles, velocity. Mm. Yeah. You know everyone. Like, I have yeah, like I've had some bad injuries. Uh, hernia broken leg um osteos pubis i've got half a pec missing this side Damn. like you name it but they all happen through velocity collision the body's not hand like you're it's running 10 meters that, per no. second and someone cuts you in half yeah. something's gonna break yeah. yeah um and so the idea of having your getting your basics right in your training like the neglection of such a simple form of like stretching yeah. And people say, well, stretch, stretching dampens speed. No, it doesn't. W what it allows the, the, the muscles to do to be robust at extra length. And what we need to do when we're, when we're creating velocity and high-speed movement, we need accessible length in the muscle. Right. So when I'm in my base stretching position, I do my hamstring stretching or, or whatever, I need to find range mm. because I've got the horsepower to use it. Yeah. And that's where it gets a bit... That's quite interesting. Yeah, actually. when you've got like these sort of uh, fatty things, that's why you blame... Blame people's highlight reel for combine training for all the problems mm. that you see. Yeah. You know, blame all that stuff because what they don't see is, you know, like with Alex, we do forty minutes on a Pilates reformer every day. Wow, wow. forty do, minutes. Yeah, we do forty-five minutes of manual therapy, mobility, and warming up. Forty minutes on a on a Pilates machine yeah. before we did speed. Yeah, wow. do you know? So those those mm. are the things. Yeah, that keep the body together. Yeah, and in terms of like the psychology of it. It's, it's simple as soon as you cross cross the white line mm. you consent to being hurt yeah, yeah. that's yeah, it it's that's simple like yeah. so you can't if you get hurt you can't blame anyone mm. it's your own fault yeah like, we're, yeah. we're idiots we're enough playing. to play yeah, this exactly type of game yeah. 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 something that you love and um and so from that point it's just having like having your bases covered in in, in knowing that you don't have to train and, and look high end in the gym all the time like 40 minutes of mobs you know do your pilates yeah you know work on all your those weak links in the train because when you're colliding with someone at speed that's the thing that's going to break yeah you know, you're that, right. that's that that point of um your limit failure basically single yeah. point of failure yeah that's what's going to be the problem it's interesting because you touched on something and now my mind is racing i'm thinking about myth busters because oh, yeah. we got instagram Facebook, we got all the socials, right? Yeah. And every single day, I'm sure everyone's seeing this workout. I mean, I save loads of workouts on my phone because I want to go try them in the gym, yeah, right? Yeah. But like you said, we're seeing like the finished product. If, yeah. if it's like combine, we're seeing these guys have spent years of work, yeah. Yeah. all the stuff behind the curtain, and we're seeing the finished product. So, yeah. what are some of the the mythbusters that you've heard of that you 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 can out and out say this is not true, or anything that you hear all the time from maybe some of your athletes before you have to correct mm -hmm. them um, that the people might not know. Yeah, uh, so the first one, the easiest one, being being strong doesn't make you better. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Being yeah. strong does not make you better. Training max strength all the time will actually slow you down. Mm. Wow. It will decrease your power. Okay, so pretty much, if you imagine your body's like a, a system that needs signaling, mm -hmm. okay, you need to keep that signaling ramped up, keep the noise loud in the body yeah. to, to the point where um, it can keep moving and progressing. It needs to be excited all the time. Yeah. So if you're training max strength all the time, that's basically like a dumb monotone voice. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what that is doing in your body. If you think, and, and all you have to do is look at 
what a sprint looks like and then what a five second 90 percent squat looks like yeah chalk and cheese yeah yeah and and when we're talking about sprinting and high outputs that's all really tenderness demand so you've got the muscle and on the end you've got the tendon which stores all the elastic energy yeah so when i'm squatting heavy that tendon is just being knackered out yeah. it's making it slow so for example when we had um alex in his, his last nfl uh, combine prep um off-season prep he's he ended up squatting there's a hand support it's a hatfield 220 or 230 kilos three reps with a heel elevated and yeah. the bar bounced and we only touched um six heavy reps above 80 percent in eight weeks okay all Total. right all right Total. Total. Oh, okay. to achieve that yeah and but then what you'll see is you'll see that and go well, mm. I need to flog myself <laughs> yeah. to get to there that's because yeah. that equals that. Yeah. It doesn't. And that's when, with my social media and stuff, I try and assume that responsibility of saying how we did it, why we did it, yeah. where its place is. Because mm. it uh, looks good to see heavy weight bounce on his back, but yeah. he only that crippled him for three days. Yeah. Do you know? So we just we just touched on it. And, and so that's a huge, a huge one because being strong will make you fast and powerful until being strong makes you stupid and slow it makes sense you know it makes sense and then it and then it goes to like specificity of position so yeah. for example if you're a lineman you know if you are f you are fighting on the line yeah you're gonna need a little bit more strength yeah but also what you're probably missing speed yeah because mm. you've got to get there first to then use it true so your your whole programming should reflect that uh, as opposed to uh, a wide receiver you mm. need to be training more like a sprinter yeah you if you like a lot of the guys that i work with as well like if you put them under a heavy bar it's what's the point yeah, yeah. you know there's a really good example of a sprinter called christophe lemaitre oh yeah french, french sprinter. guy yeah. yeah yeah and he was like sub 10 when he broke onto the scene yeah and he couldn't touch anywhere near that for for years afterwards uh but his strength went up mm. <laughs> But you couldn't go sub 10 again yeah because actually being stronger slowed, slowed him down, him down. Yeah. wow interesting so you just need to get to a base point you just need to get to a base point like I, i've been strength training since i was 17. like i i now i don't go and i think above so if it, it doesn't feel like seven out of ten i'm i'm, I'm not lifting it it's too yeah. heavy to put it back on yeah. yeah do you know what i mean yeah because there's no point of the strongest i've ever been was when i was like 20 21 but now I'm probably I've got myself into the fastest I've ever been, yeah. Without being the strongest I've ever yeah. been, yeah, it's, yeah. It's real simple. I think there's a lot of ego involved in as well. Like people need to be able to put that to the side and be like, you know what? Let me just do what's right for me and what I actually yeah. need to achieve, and not just yeah. lugging every weight on in the gym. Yeah, yeah. And putting a video up where, yeah, look at me, the bar dancing, yeah. exactly, and then be hurt for the next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably yeah. third on the depth chart. Yeah. Everyone, I don't know, especially in UK American football, everyone seems to equate lifting the heaviest to being one of the best on the on, mm -hmm. on the field, and yeah, it's not necessarily always the case. Yeah, exactly. And and if I if to say like if for any type of if you if you want to lift heavy like the the a heavy sled pull, yeah, if you can pull a heavy sled, you know, two hundred kilos, you can push that. That's something to be proud about. Mm -hmm. Like that's something that strength does matter, but that's only going to matter for a few weeks, right? Mm -hmm. And then that's it. And then mm. because also, and this is what people don't tell you, like if you're strong, there's something called a residual training effect, which is basically like if you stop doing that, 
then you how long you will maintain that quality for mm -hmm. without doing it again yeah so like your strength over four week period will only decay up to eight percent if you don't train strength right speed five to seven days okay so what's more important yeah. to keep working on and nourishing and 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 and, and, and sort of uh, facilitating but at the same time what's even funnier being fast will make you strong mm. I see, yeah yeah i see that yeah because yeah. If, if you there's this other thing called size principle right so if i body's really really easy like it's really really uh stupid put mm. it that way and it will it will take the path of least resistance so i've got 100 kilos on a bar and i'm i'm press it and my body will only use enough energy and muscle fiber that it has to right because mm, yeah. it's it's survival right however if i then take that 100 kilos and try and throw it it will activate all the fast twitch more more motor units because of the demand on it yeah now if you take that relationship and then look at sprinting for example if i do some accelerations or resisted accelerations i'm activating everything i got mm. i'm activating everything that i got so then if i can only a activate a, a small amount of that under the bar yeah and then i'm activating everything over here next time i get under the weights it's gonna feel lighter yeah yeah because you've got stronger yeah and then all it serves is just a it's just something to just keep mm. you keep you moving yeah keep you moving along the along the road you know yeah um what what are your thoughts on the, the raw american football guys that 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 you get and you, and you work with because a lot of us wouldn't have had you know elite level training before mm. Um, especially, I remember being in university and all my coaches were told me was get into the gym, get into the gym. Yeah. Man, it's a case of okay, I'm going to the gym. <laughs> yeah. You know what, <laughs> what, what I'm yeah. doing, yeah. but I'll go to the gym. I'll do my my bit of cardio. Yeah. Be on the spin bike. Yeah. Lift yeah. some heavy weights and yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm I'm in the gym. So what what is having those sort of raw athletes and um, also the the CFL guys that you got? How is yeah. how is it having those guys and what what were your your thoughts on them when you first had them in comparison to when they finished their courses with you? Excitement. Yeah. Because that is it. It's so raw, mm. yeah. so raw, um, and not to their own fault, uneducated. Yeah, and and that's not obviously me not sitting on a high horse, yeah. but there we've just talked about all the all the problems that good videography and social <laughs> media can yeah. cause. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, the so when I see those those players, it's like like take um, David yeah. for example. Monster, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And and when he rocked up, I was like, okay, okay, let's see what you got. Yeah. Pushed out, and I was like, oh fucking hell! <laughs> like, Here we go. Like, and 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 they they only gave me eight hours with them. Yeah. So I was like scratching my head, and I said to them like Glenn as well. Like Glenn's a freak as well. Yeah. Strong, powerful. Yeah. He's SNC coach as well. But sometimes like I hire, I hire out my own work. Because I get in my own way, yeah. And so he was really good to to listen and 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 work on that. But it's like we, I think we dropped nearly three tenths or something off David in in that time over wow. his forty, uh, and that was the that was the big standout. And mm. even on that day that you came, yeah, down, yeah, I'm not forgetting that day. Oh, <laughs> my life. And so, so we we I'm there looking at it, going, you're you're good enough now, yeah, yeah. Like if we can put some real structure around you, and if we can facilitate this, mm. and then it's um, and that's one person. Yeah. Wow. If we can do that on mass, yeah. if we can put something in place, because from 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 my experience, um, the the NFL Academy is not going to do that. Yeah, and I'll say that fact, mm. it's not going to do that because mm. it's got one interest: the yeah. NFL, mm. not the development of of UK football. Yeah, 
Yeah. And and we're a long way away from in the in the UK for you know a real steady pipeline of players making that league. Yeah. For for two big reasons, we don't have the infrastructure here. Yeah. And the second one, they don't really want us anyway. Yeah. Do you true. know what I mean? Yeah, there true. is that politics yeah. there. It's America's game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, and if there's money coming in, then that's always going to dictate yeah. dictate yeah. what we do. Yeah. Um. But if you if you put that on mass, there's there's a lot of raw talent, speed, power in abundance that if 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 just taken care of, and just shown just a few of the right things to be able to do yeah. then you it's just going to elevate the whole thing absolutely and I, I i saw um i was watching a tv show the other day um for life on sky mm-hmm. so good and this woman's like doing reforms in prisons and she yeah. just said like if you're if you're thinking about solving a problem in your own lifetime you're thinking too small wow so we've got you know a 10 20 year thing yeah th- ahead of you that that could actually go do you know what forget all these things we're trying to achieve yeah let's just take it all over yeah interesting wow. so like if you coupled with what you just said and look forward now mm. in terms of mm-hmm. athletes in the uk in particular mm-hmm. where do you see your position in terms of trying to help because i know for a fact some people have been in contact yeah i mean after we had glenn and um david and cadell in the river mm-hmm. um and people saw what they saw and even things like I know it sounds silly, but even things like seeing your laser type, your laser setup, people yeah. are probably thinking, "What's this? What's going on yeah. here? Like, where's this guy coming from?" Yeah. All of a sudden, they've got this like speed coach from from nowhere, <laughs> yeah. um, something yeah. that they haven't had before. Yeah. So, like, where do you see um, the future in terms of trying to help UK athletes, um, you know, take it up a notch or take it up a level, or even get to the stage where you know um, David's in the CFL, yeah, and potentially Glenn will be going there next season. Yeah, well you can see the you can see where the pathway is, yeah. isn't it? You know, get out to Europe yeah. and see what you can make. Yeah. You know, there if you can get to the CFL, mm. you know, you're one border away. <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> you know? that, yeah. Um yeah. but for me personally, mm. you know, I would I would I, I want to be the point of call in the UK for SNC physical performance yeah. for American footballers. Yeah. Simple. Um, you know, it, it's been really nice to be able to work with some of the guys, you know, that have been in the, the NFL and, and been to the big show. Yeah. But there's 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 plenty more big games to be played, uh, at like at Mill Hill Football Club on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. and in the, there's loads of big games to be had and there's loads of talent to be nurtured and built. And, and that's that's where it's like the whole thing needs a conscious shift. Yeah. The whole thing needs a lift. Yeah. And if you can create a certain level of accessibility for that, because one college program in Barnet, it's not going to do that. Yeah. You know, because it's got an elitist mentality. Yeah. Not a, not an overall not how widespread. Are we gonna, yeah. How are we going to do that? Because if we if we take a tenth of your time, we take a tenth of your time. Mm. You know, then everything gets faster. Yeah. yeah. You know, not just the select few. We yeah. Need, we need everything to grow. Yeah. yeah. So how how do we do that? How do we execute that then? How do we ensure that if if not you, but we, we, we ensure that our athletes are getting the best sort of level of training that is required to take them to the next step? Because, you know, we were chatting earlier. We, I think myself and George went to the CFO combine and mm. we speak to some of the athletes and they're saying, oh yeah, I prepped by going to the gym. And <laughs> we, we, we know you can't prep for a combine by just going to the gym. You need yeah. specific combine prep. So how do we... How do we make you the, the hub for so these athletes? First, uh, first and foremost, it's probably going to come back to 
good videography. <laughs> yeah, well, that is, that's important. Yeah. You need to be able to show that that is important. Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, definitely. And um, and then and then also with anything needs an audit mm. from top down. You know, let's go knock on the chairman's door. I agree. And go, what's the state of play here? What what have we got to what have we got to do? Yeah. Like, and then from there you can start putting things in place. You mm. can host seminars. Um, we can host like I have an academy, and we did a combine for these young kids. Let's do academy. Let's do a combine. Let's do a let's do a screening. Let's do a talent ID thing mm. post season. You know, let's get yeah. all those things set up. Let's get all this all the people that that want it in one place, yeah. at one time. Get them all there, and then we yeah. then we roll it out. Yeah, I think I, I, to add on to that, the one thing that I will say is the time uh, maybe years ago when we were like starting up, there wasn't really like. Um, an aura about American football. Yeah. Like yeah. you may have seen teams and you might have heard of the Blitz and Warriors. Yeah. Um, and maybe as far back as the Ravens, but there wasn't really a bubble like there is now. Like people were actually invested in, you've mentioned the Academy being one, but even mm. yourself offering your services mm. or Coach Excel or yeah. um, like people offering their, their services trying to get people better. But I think right now is the time mm. because people playing from a, a much younger age I didn't start playing until I was 18 and I came yeah. to that quite late because yeah. I played rugby like like you, like you before that Yeah. Um, and although I had known of I'd known of London Blitz because that's where I'm from I'd just seen them playing and I used to think who are these guys wearing helmets what, what are they doing yeah. but I think now with everything that's going on like again we talk about the social media but that is an aspect in itself of it mm-hmm. everything that's happening if anyone's going to get involved mm. now is an amazing time especially yeah. whilst they're young enough to learn correctly Yeah. so young enough to not just go and lift weights, but to know what you're doing with the mm-hmm. weight or refining the mechanics and the small bits are actually going to propel you when it comes to, you know, when you need that that, that little bit more. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's when the opportunity to work with David and Glenn and those guys came up. I, I snatched it. like, so yeah. like, And I did it for two reasons. Well, one for no money, yeah. but B for the opportunity. Yeah. If we, we, we were talking just before, can we get them there? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, having worked with Alex and learned more about, the stuff in the uk here it just it just needs it needs mm. that needs that life bred, bled into it yeah. we can get it get people out there doing doing good things and then like even part of me gives me a bit of exposure oh, of course, no yeah. word of a lie but mm-hmm. then also I'm, I'm thinking in my head well what's the next thing to do mm. all right i'll put some patterns on myself yeah, yeah. i'll go and play yeah. i'll learn it yeah. I'll, I'll be there and you know see what happens yeah so you at 18, it was late. I'm 33. <laughs> <laughs> never say never, though. But yeah. I, I, it'll help, game. though. Putting on pads will help. Oh, yeah. You know, there, there's, there's one thing reading up about it and, and looking at people's mechanisms, mm. me- mechanisms whilst they're playing, but actually being in it and being like, okay, cool, this is how I'm meant to mm. move here. And yeah. Having a real feel, feel of it will definitely increase. Yeah, life. definitely. And the, the thing that I noticed the most out of that is that it just empties you like nothing. Yeah. Like yeah. rugby, you know, I played in fast, hard games, but... Yeah. Football empties you in a real different <laughs> way. Who, who hits harder? Uh, That's um, the question. Everyone, <laughs> everyone always asks that question. Yeah, well, to be fair, one of the D guys last week fucking give me a shot after the whistle, so that, that hurt. Oh, <laughs> but, did, though, yeah. Yeah. But, you, know. you get used to that, man. Yeah, but, get used to that. Yeah. So, being that you are a coach, mm-hmm. we've had this debate on previous episodes before. So, this I'm really intrigued to see what you're saying now to answer to this question. To be a coach mm-hmm. in a particular field, yep. so for example, strength and conditioning or mm-hmm. speed, mm-hmm. do you feel like 
you as as the coach would have had to have experienced some form of experience in that sport, in that field for you to be able to coach others. Can you be a coach in speed and strength without having anything to do with speed and strength yourself in, in, in the previous years? I think good coaches practice what they preach while they can. Okay. While they can, because you can't do it forever. Mm. Yeah. And and you've got to, like, there has to be an, an element of... Um, of attachment to that process and because first and foremost like if you look at like the credibility of that person yeah. they're going to be like well you're a fucking fat slob like what, <laughs> what are you what are you doing what do you know yeah, yeah, what yeah, are you, doing? yeah. Like, other, you might as well just be on twitter yeah and so then it's kind of like that's that's only half the battle mm -hmm. then you've got obviously good coaching comes from pedagogy teaching like process like navigating these processes baking the right cake at the right time doing all of those things mm -hmm. like and and because honestly strength and conditioning speed development it's really really simple mm -hmm. like three basic laws of physics it's mm -hmm. very very simple but where it's difficult is knowing how to put it all together at the right time yeah. and that's where people like mess it up yeah and so in terms of having you know your 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 foot in the door it's really, really important. Like it, it was, it was so so surprising, you know, working with a couple of guys that were in the NFL, got no inquiries. Mm -hmm. Put on my Instagram story my first day at practice at Wembley Stadium, and got five. Yeah, well, you see, you know, and yeah. and and that's kind of straight away. I was like, well, if if my goal, my mission as a coach is just to help people, and mm -hmm. mental coaches, yeah. you know, we do a lot of stuff. We just want to help people. Yeah. So if that means, I was like, does that give me five opportunities? Yeah. To help people. Yeah. Well, I better get good at this now. Yeah. <laughs> They've seen as like, oh yeah. yeah, that's a place to go. Yeah. Do you know what He's I mean? Approach to hit up. You know what I mean? Okay. So. Okay. So like before we wind it down and wrap mm -hmm. it up, obviously you, you mentioned you're going to be putting on the pads. How are you feeling before that? Are you are you feeling good? Are you. Um. <laughs> it's getting real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's getting real. It will get real, man. Like I I I've not played rugby for over two and a half years because the the peck injury yeah. was the one that that sort of put the nail in my coffin and there so like i'm excited i am excited like my playbook's not good but like, <laughs> like i ran a deep out on wednesday and i was in acres of space and i thought i did something wrong yeah like and well. so i was like coach like he was like no 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 it's the qb's fault i was like happy days <laughs> so it's just gonna be like as soon as you step over the line I'd be absolutely yeah. fine. I get yeah. to try and fucking end someone. Yeah. Like and and yeah. go from there. And, yeah. And I'll settle I've in. Played for about ten years now, and I still get nervous sometimes. So yeah. yeah. So it's it's, it's yeah, just it's yeah. normal. Now. Like last week, I had um, so they, we got this new formation, and they run like a pop. Right. Okay. I went straight in first live scrimmage, first play calls me in on the personnel to run this pop play. Acres of space, no man's land. Drop the ball. Cause I knew, <laughs> I knew I was gonna get yeah. empty. Yeah. 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 yeah, and so it was just like yeah. because rugby, everything's played in front of you. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say you can't necessarily see everyone coming. Like you can get blindsided. Yeah, you could, yeah. yeah. So this is sense. just three yeah. D. But what I love, uh, the appreciation of the sport, is that you can uh, possess all the physical qualities, but you need to think. It's a thinking game. Yeah. There's so many reads. There's so many, you know, if if buts. It all depends. I heard that so many times. Yeah. It's like, coach, what do I have to do? It's like get to green and hit what's in front of you. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good place to start. Yeah. But um, but then the appreciation for quarterbacks and stuff. Obviously, yeah. they have to map the field into yeah. six or nine nine little boxes, and yeah. they're mm. scanning through. In seconds as well, make the yeah. right read, make the right play. Yeah, and that's yeah. where you just become 
but that's why I really fell in love with it. Yeah. Because you just become a student of it then, and you yeah. start learning and, and yeah. appreciation. But the one thing in terms of the myth, the last sort of little myth bus of and like the fast feet drills don't work. Oh, okay. They wow. don't work. <laughs> so are we, are we talking ladders and like? Yeah, they don't Ooh. work. Wow. They don't work. Wow. All right. And just to finish, up, just to finish <laughs> up, I love that. They they don't work, and it, it's because you see loads of it, and um, it, it, it's a monkey see, monkey do. We're yeah. all, all part of it, yeah. and so. From what I've like, we know it from a physics point of view. Like, what you're trying to breaking down is active deceleration, right? You're trying to slow down, post up, or or do whatever you need to do. So it's a transitional element movement, right? So if you are pitter patting all the way, the only thing that you're doing is a bit of neural priming, right? Okay. So, but we would do dribbles. We'd do like fast leg drills to build into our gears, right? Because there's no context to you know breaking down and spinning over and over and over again what well, it doesn't achieve anything right and let's not forget it's slow mm. it's slow so if you want to actually develop active braking you've got to look at active deceleration because someone could you you'll know you'll know a player that could probably break down really well but then couldn't get out of the hole right because they don't know how to convert that yeah. they don't know how you imagine like um, you've got a bouncy ball, you drop it, it'll only bounce, but active deceleration is throwing that into the ground mm. to get the force back out. Yeah. So the fast feet drills and the ladders, a bit of awareness, good to mm. warm up, have some fun, yeah. but if you're using it to help yourself get progress, yeah. then you're wasting your time. Right. You're that's absolutely wasting your time. That is a good... That, yeah, bro, <laughs> a lot of coaches are going to be like, damn, I need yeah. to yeah. scrap that for my... Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you know those are like top five videos that you see. Yeah. yeah. Footwork and ladders and stuff, but... But you just have to watch a good joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right, actually, yeah. You just you're have right, to watch right. it. Feet, feet don't like to be close. Yeah. Um, I guess a, la a, a last one for me, because mm -hmm. um, everyone gets it at the X and X's Nose podcast. Um, when you burst into the scene, mm. there was... Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm not a, oh. I'm not a bit of a madness, but a bit of a, a an upset athlete. Oh about yeah, you not getting back to him. What was the what was, <laughs> what was the drama there? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> I spoke I spoke to Martyrs, but it was a fucking bitch move. That's what <laughs> because you know I uh, don't recall everything that happened. Did he just post on his story saying you didn't get back, get back to me one to me time? Or something or? Like and that, also yeah. he called me out for just wanting to work with like the the top level guys. Okay, and and it was it was. It was quite childish. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. And, you know, I get pff, maybe 200 DMs a wow. week, mm. sometimes 200 a day. Mm. Wow. And, and, like, I have help with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I still, I'm a nightmare to get hold of. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I remember messaging him and then I asked him to send it back. And I just, it just, um, it got just lost got, the, got lost in the mess. Man, so, so do the right thing. Yeah. Give me a nudge. Appreciate my time. Yeah. Don't try and publicly call him because <laughs> at the end of the day, he made himself look like a, an idiot. Yeah. Uh, I and I'm to still him. not going to work with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, do you know yeah. what I said? I said, look, send it again. I'll help you. Yeah, I've got no problem helping yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, yeah, I hope. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh man, good luck. He, he's yeah. Right. So where can people find you? Socials. Yes. Where can people find yeah, you? Yeah, uh, at at Coach Portland Instagram. Really, it's the best place to best mm. place to find me. And again, like, if you send me a message, <laughs> I will reply. Yeah, I will reply. Yeah, you know, don't try and publicly humiliate me. Yeah, you know, and and it'll all be good. It'll yeah. all be good. Nah, so, good thank you very well. much for having me on. I really Thanks appreciate it.